Welcome to McBride's Business Matters podcast. On today's show, we are looking at SME financing. SMEs require financing throughout their development life cycle, from seed capital during startup through to growth investment in development. However, many SMEs face challenges in accessing finance. We are joined today by Anthony Hawkins, Senior Corporate Finance Manager and a bit of a superstar when it comes to advising SMEs on accessing finance. Welcome, Anthony. Hi, Vicky. It's uh, good to be here today to talk about this topic. So businesses up and down the land have had to become more funding savvy over the last 12 months, haven't they? Uh, Yes, we've uh, seen a number of finance directors and managing directors uh, adapting their borrowing needs. So they just need to satisfy that more than the usual need to buy new equipment, extend a fleet of vehicles or purchase a new or perhaps larger office or even just bulk buying stock. And we can all guess at why that's happened over the last year. Obviously, the, the global pandemic hasn't helped. Well, hasn't helped every business. Certainly, there's a lot, awful lot that have been struggling through and, and some others that have been a lot more successful. Um, the familiar landmark moments in a business life cycle have more often changed and for some have been brought forward in, in, in 2020 and in the last couple of months as well, uh, as companies look to sell or expand into new markets that have boomed during the pandemic. But uh, whatever the landmark moment, they all have one thing in common. Cash flow is likely to require support through SME funding. If we put the government's COVID funding to one side for a moment, over the last few years, SME funding has undergone a revolution, hasn't it? Uh, it really has, uh, absolutely. And it's, uh, I don't think it's uh, too strong or an overstatement to call it revolutionary for some businesses. Uh, we Once where there were four principal high street banks were the go-to providers for all funding needs, there, there are now something like you know, 360, 370 plus lenders in the UK market providing thousands of different products for every sector and to meet every funding need. Have businesses been tempted away from the high street then? Well, the high street banks are still an incredibly valuable source of uh, entrepreneurial business funding, but they will often provide lower funding levels because their risk profiles and credit teams are are much more risk averse than the, the new players in the market. Uh, who, although they may charge slightly higher rates, are, are willing and are, are aware that they need to take an additional risk on or some businesses or but lend to businesses that traditional lenders normally wouldn't in order to, to write some business. So have you seen more people look to access funding because of the COVID crisis, even if they've not been adversely affected? By this, I mean, have people sought funding on the basis of a just-in-case scenario so they're stable in the future if things worsen? Well, absolutely. I mean, with the coronavirus business loan, business interruption loan scheme uh, and the bounce-back loan scheme that the government have been running uh, for the, almost the past year now, they've absolutely taken over the funding market at the moment because, in essence, with, you get 12 months free with absolutely no repayments and an awful lot of businesses have taken out the money purely because it's an opportunity to get free funding essentially for for 12 months um and you know gaining financial stability for your business is a a key challenge for any sme owner Uh, and as we've seen this year the path of your business journey is is never certain so achieving a positive cash flow position a strong balance sheet and a healthy profit margin 
should be ongoing goals for any business. So tell me the main reasons you've seen lately for SMEs accessing funding. Well, uh, as I alluded to previously, I mean, more recently, we've been helping a number of clients access um, the coronavirus business interruption loan scheme facilities uh, and providing some advice on, on the bounce back loan facilities as well, although clients have needed to apply for those themselves because we can't assist with that. Uh, but aside from this, we have principally seen clients looking for invoice and asset finance. So how do you know which financial product to opt for if you're a client? Well, it, it can be very difficult, uh, especially in a landscape where so many new and alternative finance options are, are now making waves and disrupting the market. But uh, we've recently partnered with a UK regulated funding platform that's designed specifically to help SMEs discover finance partners who can add value to their businesses. I mean, they have access to in excess of 100 lenders on their platform uh, and can find any, well, any type of facility or, or funding requirement needed. So what funding should SMEs look at first then? Well, it, it really depends on, on their individual requirements, uh, I suppose. But um, a good place to start might be a, a working capital loan. Now, this is a, a multi-purpose business loan enabling a business to keep their cash flow moving. Uh, it can be used for everything from hiring new staff to purchasing stock. OK, so SMEs listening now to us, how do they find out who's offering the best working capital loan today? Well, as I said, uh, we've recently partnered with uh, an online funding platform and what we do is collate all the information required from the client and input it onto the to the platform, and, and that will um, that will narrow it down the search from the hundred plus lenders they've got on the platform to you know the top five, ten, fifteen, twenty, uh, and then using our you know working directly with our contacts at the platform, we'll narrow that down to the top three or four who would be most likely to lend to the depending on the client's circumstances. Are there any other measures you take to narrow the search down for someone? We will talk to the client and, and see if they want to exclude anybody because they may have applied to them before or they may it may be their current bankers because, you know, the platform's got uh, the, all the high street banks apart from HSBC on it as well. So if normally we could exclude the current bankers because they can just talk to them directly, obviously, uh, and they want to look at whole of market rather than, you know, a, a narrower selection of of lenders, which is why we partnered with the platform in the first place, because they have such an expanse of, uh, of coverage in the market. So other than working capital loans, what other finance can SMEs access on the platform? Uh, asset finance, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we've helped a few clients with that. This is basically where a client is buying a, a new bit of machinery or, or something like that. And, and rather than buying the cost, buying it all up front and spending the money out straight away, uh, asset finance can help businesses preserve their working capital and, and spread the cost of the uh, plant and machinery that they're buying. Uh, most common examples are leasing and higher purchase. So businesses may be very familiar with asset finance and working capital, but what other forms are less used or less um, thought about by businesses? I think invoice finance is a good example there because a lot of people see it as uh, the lender of the last resort. And 
if you're using invoice finance, a lot of people have a negative, attach a negative stigma to that, whereby people think that the business is in trouble. But really, if you're dealing on a business to business basis and raising invoices to other companies, you know, it can be a really powerful, that, that invoice can be a really powerful and underused asset, you know, and it can provide greater cash flow support than an overdraft can. And also what's best is as your business grows, the facility can grow with you. So tell me a bit about how it works. Well, uh, simply put, I mean, invoice finance is, is when a business will sell effectively an invoice to a finance provider. Uh, you can do on an individual invoice by invoice basis or you can sell your entire debtor book. Uh, the finance provider will pay the business, so our client, up to 90% of the value of that invoice up front. So on day one, rather than waiting for your normal credit terms, whether that be 30 days or 60 days, you can get it up front as soon as you register the invoice with the finance provider. Uh, and then the remaining 10% or 15%, if you've, if you've received 85% up front, will be paid when the, uh, within the business's normal credit terms, uh, minus, of course, the lender's fees. And what are those lender's fees typically? Well, typically there's uh, two or three different pricing mechanisms that they use. There's a, what's known as a discount charge, which is effectively your interest rate, which is normally between 1% and 5% on the funds drawn down on the facility. Uh, and there's also uh, a service fee, uh, which is between normally between 0.1% and 2% of the, of the turnover that actually goes through the facility. Tell me a bit more about how one of your clients has used this invoice financing facility. Yeah, uh, well, we recently assisted one of our clients uh, in the construction industry uh, and they had an invoice finance facility, but their existing provider approached them and, and said, we're getting out of this market now, so you're going to have to find an alternative and gave them three months notice. So, you know, using the platform, we we input all the data about our client and the facility they required and I think they met with two or three different providers and ended up settling on one that not only provided a, a bigger facility uh, it also came with lower rates saving them significant cost uh, resulting in a significant cost saving for our client. So it was a win-win. Absolutely. So some SMEs may be looking to downsize following the crisis, while some may be looking to expand. So tell me a bit about property finance. Well, uh, as a developer, investor or business owner who might be looking to buy the premises that they are operating from, you know, finding the right lender is, is key. But sourcing finance can be challenging, even at the best of times. However, via the online platform we're partnered with, we have access to providers of commercial mortgages, bridging loan and development finance, amongst other products. So hopefully can point clients in the right direction. For people who may have suffered in retail this year, which I'm guessing is pretty much everyone unless you're an essential shop, um, is there extra alternative funding? Yes, uh, they could use a product called um, Merchant Cash Advance. And that is uh, if a business regularly takes uh, payments through uh, an electronic point of sale terminal, they can borrow a lump sum against future payments, paying a small percentage on every future transaction. So that could be really beneficial to people who are struggling. Absolutely. Uh, merchant cash advance it can be a quick and secure way of raising finance. And 
because the company is using its card transactions to get funding, it can pay back the funding in short term through in the in the short term through future card sales. Are there any other ways of financing your business at the moment that you'd like to share with listeners? Yeah, I think the the final one I want to mention today is uh, trade finance. Uh, as an example, say you're you're a business owner who's just won a big order, uh, but you need to fund the purchase order. Uh, Trade finance enables you to fund the supply chain from start to finish by purchasing stock on your behalf. So in essence, bridging things for you. The trade finance can bridge that gap between you paying your supplier and before you're receiving the cash in. So uh, I suppose a a good example would be someone who was... uh, Import, you know, working with larger supermarkets, for example, or big retailers who, who tend to pay after 60, 90 or 120 days in some cases. Um, and then if you've got a large order from one of those, you can then fund it, pay your supplier, and you, you then have got the cash to, to settle that invoice before you receive yours from, from your, your customer. Can you use this to help you if you've got a confirmed order from someone and you just need time before the money's going to come in? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's certainly something that, that we can help people look at. And it's certainly something that, you know, if you've got a confirmed order uh, from a, a large credit worthy entity, such as a, a large retailer, then it's something that I'm sure can be can be funded. Okay, thank you for explaining the different options out there. Um, how can listeners find out more about this? Well, they can contact me directly, of course, or just speak to their usual contact at McBride's and, and they'll pass any funding inquiries over to me. Thank you for joining us today, Anthony. Oh, it was my pleasure, Vicky. Thank you very much. If you've enjoyed listening to Anthony today, you can hear him alongside Nigel Kimber and Mark Grady discussing what is corporate finance in one of our other McBride's podcasts. If you've enjoyed today's show, please click subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, this has been McBride's Business Matters podcast.